0: new hope outreach ministries making a difference by taking the gospel from word to action and now today's message thank god it's amazing god so we just thank god for all the good stuff he's doing and just continue to do um it's been a awesome week for us amen Matter of fact, for those of you who don't know, um, Tuesday morning we was declared completely cancer-free. Yeah. Amen. 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 Right. Cancer-free. There's no blood in this. There's no cancer in this blood. nobody do that for God well the most important thing is church is that you um, I think this is a testimony to each one of you when you're dealing with stuff if you don't let go you continue to hold on to Jesus and continue to keep your confession and don't get weary in well doing you'll reap if you faint not now, it, God doesn't say when it's going to happen. He doesn't give you a text message to let you know it's going to happen tomorrow or next day. But the most important thing is that as you continue to keep trusting God, you do it. So what uh, the person you're looking at now should be planted somewhere in a, in a grave because, like I said, I had stage 4 cancer. Not just one type, but two types. And then we had... Um, Heart failure and all those stuff to go along with that. But you know the songs, they can't nobody do me like Jesus. Amen. Can't nobody keep you like Jesus. And so it's time for us to step out and step into the things that God wants us to step into by the grace of God. Last week we preached to you about time to push back. Time to push back. And today we want to speak to you about time to move on. Time to move on. And I think this is a great time to, to move on to some things that God wants us to move on to by the grace of God, you know. So, so we are excited about what he's doing. So um, we're not where we want to be. But guess what? He's not finished with me yet. And one thing about God, whenever whenever he does something... He don't return it back to the original state. he always make it better by the grace of God. So you're looking at a young man here looking at me right now. Guess what? That's going to be a transformation right in front of your eyes. Get ready for it. All you young women, get ready. Glory to God. May a transformation take place. And God can do it for Abraham. Surely He can do it for me. Amen. Amen. God is good. Amen. And see, and when you live, when you're dealing with God, you got to continue to look at God from the from the point of standpoint of view that He's your friend. That He's someone you can talk to. He's someone that you can spend time with and and tell him all your problems and all that good stuff. And, and sometimes you don't think he's hearing you, but he does. So let me get my, uh, my water out there, my parade water down, down. So, there. But, um, but God can do it for you, and he will do it for you by the grace of God. So this morning you got your Bible. Turn with us to the book of Job. That's what we're going to start off with. Job chapter 17 and begin to look at verse 9. Yes, the righteous... Those upright in right standing with God hold on to their ways and he who has clean hand shall grow what? Not weaker. If your life is changing, it shouldn't be changing for the worse. It should be changing for the better. And don't get me wrong, that don't mean you don't, you're not going to have some obstacles. But in the meantime, your life should be getting stronger and stronger by the grace of God. But see, what is happening is there's so many people today have so like put the things of God to the side because there are other, there are other issues. The enemy has put other things in front of them, other carrots in front of them, and, and he got them distracted by those things. But I just want to let you know, church, you don't want to get distracted by all those things. You want to continue to stay focused with God, continue to keep your eyes on God. He said, Ye shall, he said, yet shall the righteous, those upright, and right standing with God. And that don't mean that you're a bad person, because, see, God has a standard. And mankind has their own standards as well. But the most important standard that you want to live live to and live up to is God's standards. Because that's where the blessing is going to come in when you do do things God tells you to do. But so many people want to do things their way. And when you do it their way, it, it, it's not going to work. Then let's go over into the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 1. We're going to just going to touch on that a little bit. Men of us should be much further along than where we are. Look at your neighbor, much further along than where we are. But because, not because of God, but because of our own selves, we have neglected ourselves from learning the things we need to learn so we can be where we need to be. Because see, what, like John Maxwell says this, he said, you learn, you earn, and you return. The things you learn helps you to earn. And because the thing you earn can help you to return. So you want to get to the point where, by the grace of God, you don't want to be where you are six months from where you are today. You don't want to be stuck there. You don't want to be thinking about the same, dealing with the same old problems, dealing with the same old crazy stuff, dealing with people that don't want to go anywhere, don't want to do anything, don't want to have anything. They just want to pull you down. Keep you where you are. Keep where to keep keep you, excuse me, keep them, keep you where they are. And you don't want to do that by the grace of God. It's time for us to look at where we are, and it's time to move on. He said, Therefore, leaving the principle of the doctrine, let us go on into what? Perfection. Let us become better. We're reading. We're studying, but can we come better in what we're doing? Because this is the hour that really the church is going to rise. All this stuff that's going on in Ukraine and Russia and all this stuff, it's just a smokescreen, really. God is working all this stuff out. All these people at some point that's going to be coming, they're going to need Jesus. And they're going to need you and me to be able to tell them about Jesus. We can't be about us four no more. You know, those days are out. You got to be looking for opportunities now so God can use you so you can grow and become the person that God wants you to be. Look at on your jobs. Look at all the people that you sometimes come in contact with on your job. Men with problems, needing help. And, and it's a good thing for you to be able to have the words. Of God that you can share what you know that's going to be a blessing to them by the grace of God. But I don't know about you, but I want to be ready. I want to be in that number by the grace of God to be able to to work and to be able to serve by the grace of God and and to move forward and to be able to do the things God wants to do. He said, not laying aside the foundation of repentance of dead works or the found or the faith. Uh, um, and of faith towards God. We don't want to go back to where we come from. It's good to know about salvation, about all the stuff that we grew up with, but but brothers and sisters, we're dealing with real situations now, dealing with real people, with real problems. We got grandchildren coming up with real problems we got our own children with real problems. And they need some help. And the only way they're going to get it, guess what? You just can't go and tell them, just go pray about it. They're going to be looking to you so you can be able to help them by the grace of God. According to Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 20 and verse 4, it says, he said, the Lord your God is going with you to help you. Whenever you move, listen to me, whenever you decide to move out, and do something for the kingdom of God. Always going to be met with resistance. Resistance is going to come. Don't sit there on a job, being a worker bee, when you should be the manager. Because you don't feel like you want to do all the work that's involved. You don't realize when God puts you in that position, he's going to help you. He's going to bless you. Why follow someone that don't know where they're going when, they can, when you can be in charge and know where you're going? But so, people, so many people look at and say, well, I, I just don't want that responsibility because I enjoy my free time. But guess what? What's going to happen to all that free time one day? What happened if you ever get sick? If ever get incapacitated, you can't do anything. Where's all that free time now? So these are things that we need to look at as Christians so we can move forward and do the things that God wants us to do. And the scripture said here in the Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 4, he said, not only he's going to help help you fight against your enemy, but he's going to help you what? Help you win. You think about there's not one situation that God has placed you in. Has placed you in that you did not win in the end. You always win. And what does that should give you confidence to even to trust him even more. When situations when God asks you to do something. When God asks you to make that phone call. It's, it's unimaginable to be saved and not really being able to make contact with someone during the week other than just family and friends. It's unimaginable. I'm not saying it can't happen, but there are people out there that need help. Needs a lot of help. Don't want to go into details about it, but... Uh, Situation some, some time ago, years a while back, where where a person was, was dealing with uh, dealing with a, a spirit of sexual perversion, and and they wanted to know how I felt about it. I said, first of all, it's not how I felt about it; how God felt about it. And see, and that's the key. People get upset because of what people think. Don't worry about what people think. You need to be concerned about what God thinks and what God says. Because at the end of the day, he has the last say-so about the situation. But to make a long story short, through words of encouragement by God's grace, that person now is living a straight life. He gave him some words of encouragement. And this is where we are now. We need to look beyond our four walls and start looking and looking at people we can help by the grace of God. It's good to be able to help, to be, to be able to look at our four walls, but there are other people behind, beyond these four walls that we need to help by the grace of God. They need Jesus out there. In the neighborhood we need with all those young kids out there, they need Jesus. And the only way they're going to get Jesus, it's going to take somebody telling them. And we can't take our lights and just hide them on the bush. We can't do that. This is not what God wants us to do. Then Proverbs chapter 4 and verse, and verse, and verse 18. As you continue to grow, things going to continue to get better and better for you. Things are going to get better and better for you. Not worse and worse, but better and better. And this is what is amazing to me. Why do people don't want to take that next step? Because they're afraid of if they give up something, they won't get something in return. But you'll never give up anything when it comes to God that he will not reward you in return. I can't think of one thing I gave up. I can look back and say today I regretted it. I smoked um, drugs, do drugs and alcohol like everybody else did. But uh, matter of fact, when I got married to Hilton, I like you heard me say many a time, I smoked and all that good stuff. I wanted to give it up, but then no wow. I asked God to help me. But I look back at it now. I don't regret it. And this is the thing about God is, look, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18, the path of those who live right is like the early morning light. It gets brighter and brighter and brighter. Now the question is, am I life getting brighter and brighter? When people see me, who do they see? Do they see that terror, or do they see that person that they can talk to, they can be able to uh, have a communication or have a a conversation with? And sometimes we are so guarded. Listen to me. We're so guarded. We got pegs all around, iron poles around us. And no one wants to even ask us a question. Because we're so stiff. Look at your neighbor and time to lighten up. And loosen up. Stop acting like you're, like you're sucking on a lemon. Walk around like you like the Bible said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Then that's the way you should live, like the joy of the Lord is your strength. When you walk in that place. Ain't nobody not smiling like I said last Sunday. You should be the first one to smile for well, something good to say. By the grace of God, well, it's a good day. Yeah, you're right. It's a good day. What's well, good about the day? This is the day that the Lord has made. I'm rejoicing, being glad in it. This old guy, I already know him down at the third, where we go to, he came through Sunday, um, or Friday. He's a brother. Man, these old legs are bothering me, but let me tell you something. This is a good day to serve Jesus with them. By the grace of God. Don't let where you are stop you from being able to do, fulfill the plans and the purpose. Your age is just a number. Don't let your age stop you. There's still things that God wants you to do by the grace of God. And the thing about many of us, we need to go back and look at a, and get us a paradigm shift. The way we think, because this pandemic has really changed a lot of people thinking. People don't even act the way they used to act two or three years ago. They Don't even talk the way they used to talk two or three years ago. I'm not saying that that's bad, but I'm not saying that that's good either. Because of so much stuff that came after them to the point where it began to influence their life. You don't want to do that. God has a great plan for us. And when you move to something, God will take care of you. He will take care of you by the grace of God. And he and, and he will do it by the grace of God. When you look at the word "move," the word "move" is an action word. You can say "move," or you can say "let us move." When you say "let us move," that means that something's gonna be done. Cause you tell you can be in line and tell someone to move, they won't move. Have you ever experienced that? Been a, being in a basketball or football line, especially one of these big football lines or whatever you tell them to move or whatever, maybe be ready to get shot. Even, even at the lights sometimes, red lights, people could move up a little bit further and let you out. But guess what? they look up in the mirror and see you back there. But since I got to wait, you got to wait. We need to take a look at when we said move. When we said move, let's move on. Let's go on to other stuff. Even as church here, we're not where we want to be. We're nowhere even close to where we want to be. But we know the day is coming where we're going to get there. The facilities and everything else by the grace of God. It's gonna be there. So we just in a dress rehearsal right now, getting ready. And so when people started coming in, when people start doing different things, don't get crazy and get ugly. Because you got a chance now to keep up and, and stay up. Don't fall out there, and don't 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 fall out to play now. I know there's a lot of things that are going on the outside. But guess what? You don't want to get caught in all that crazy stuff. And you think about God. When God closes a door, because it's time to move. He don't close things until it's time to, time to move on. How many friends that we need to, some of the friends we got are a good acquaintance, but some of them we just need to move on from. They are very little help to us. They add very little quality to our life. I'm not saying they're bad people. But you want to be surrounded by people that are going to be gonna have influence in your life by the grace of God. When you find Fortune 500 managers, they don't go out there and hang out with Peters on the streets. Huh? We can learn from a lot of this stuff as Christians how we need to move. Rub shoulder with those that are going somewhere. That, that know the word. That's, that working with the word by the grace of God. But many times we don't we, we don't. we don't do that. And many times also. He knows. That when, when our circumstances change. He knows for a fact many times that will force us to move. A lot of them are not going to move until our circumstance change. When our circumstance change, then that's when we move. And that's what most people do on the job. They put up with so much stuff. And they got great resumes, great potential, put up with all types of crazy stuff. But no sooner things until the circumstance change, then that, that's when it's time to move. No, you always want to look at your neighbor and say, stay hungry. You don't ever want to get satisfied. The Bible says, he that hunger and thirst after righteousness. Shall be filled by the grace of God. A lot of us got an appetite. The devil didn't fill it up full of junk food soft drinks, nabs, crackers, hamburgers, hot dog, junk food. No, that's real food there, honey. <laughs> that ain't junk food. That's real food. That stuff is gonna stick to your ribs. That hamburger will probably stick to your ribs about two, about an hour or so, and next thing you know in the first fry and that soda, it's gone. You hunger again. But if you eat that eating them collard greens, them pinto beans and, and some of those uh, some cornbread, some beef or some of that that barnyard pimp, that chicken, <laughs> are you listening to me? If you eat that stuff at lunchtime, you won't be hungry at 5 o'clock this evening. But go down there and get you a Big Mac now from McDonald's. You can get your two of them. And top it all with two big Cokes. And 5 o'clock this evening, you'll be hungry again. No, you want something that's going to stick with you by the grace of God. going to stick with you. I don't know about you, but I want something that's going to stick with me by the grace of God. And the thing about, you are writing your life right now. Do you know that? As long as we continue to write about yesterday, we will never start a new chapter in our life today. Are you listening to me? So many people are still writing about yesterday, looking at yesterday. Yesterday. And to the point where they have gotten all about today. there is a brand new day. God can bring new things to you today. Give you new ideas. You know there are ideas out there now that God has for his people. That has never been discovered. Has never been discovered. No one has never really seen... Some of the stuff, all the stuff that God has for us. Remember the scripture said in the book of Corinthians Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. And God want to give it to you. But the most important thing, we got to move in the position. And get in a place so God can do greater things for us. And I know God be working with a lot of you. But a lot of us sit down and just let the Holy Spirit just let the Holy Spirit just do what He needs to do, and, and we just ignore the Holy Spirit. Because you know why? Because God, what God telling you to do is to impose on your time. And you don't want to give it up. But let me tell you this. If you don't give it up, you will give it up, willfully or unwillfully. Because he's going to get that time. And then if you do it willfully and be obedient, you're going to eat the good of the land by the grace of God. I don't know about you, but I want to eat the good of the land. Psalms 84 and verse 7. Psalm 84 and verse 7. And an amplified um, translation. God, like I said, God God is an amazing God. He's just, uh, I I tell you, he just uh, does some uh, some awesome things. about the grace of God Psalms 84 and verse 7 They go from strength to strength. They never get weak. God always renews your strength. Have you ever really been really tired and I'm sure you have just absolutely exhausted. And all of a sudden, you ask God, did God infuse me with your strength? Give me strength to be able to do this or to accomplish that. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, look at your neighbor and say, nowhere. Man, you you come alive. Amen? Where is that coming from? That's coming from God. And see, the point of it is, when you're walking with Christ, you never go from nothing to something. You always go from something to something better. So, something better, by the grace of God. And when you read all the stories in the Bible, when God dealt with diverse people, He never did leave them just content with what they started with. He always made things better, changed things so things could be better. And that's what's amazing to me, all the good stuff that God does for us. I can't think of a reason why a person shouldn't be thanking God every day. You know, they got this commercial on TV called the atheist summer, whatever. I think I shared this with you, but this guy, he's absolutely a fruitcake. And he talks about you should keep church and state separate, okay? And then he said that um, you should sign this form because he's an atheist. And he said then at the end of his statement, he said that I don't mind burning in hell. And I'm, and I'm thinking myself, Brother. You're going to get your wish one day. You're going to regret that wish, that comment. God is just so good to us. How he provides for us and take care of us and, and all the other good stuff. Like my, my brother's daughter this week was, uh, was in the Carolinas. I don't know, She all of a sudden she had uh, just blacked out. Um, um, she was behind the wheel, and when you look at that car, there was nothing really left of that car to even to recognize it was a car. She ran into the back of another a trail or something. Not a broken bone, just just sore, just soreness. That's all she she got out of there. I'm telling you, God is just so good to us. And, and that's why I say all the things He's done for, for us, I cannot understand why people are not willing to do one simple thing, even ushers, just do something for Him on a Sunday morning. Because they don't have time. Hello, New Hope. Cause I'm too busy. I can't give God thirty minutes, one hour. Just one hour. Remember, Jesus asked Peter, said, "Peter, can you not watch me? Me just one hour, Peter." And old Peter, met, messed from around and went to sleep. And then he came back and, and, and spoke to Peter again. He said, "Peter," said, "The flesh is willing, but the spirit is weak." Vice versa, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. By the grace of God, the spirit is always willing. And see, the point is, if he had just done what Jesus told him to do at that moment, it would have prepared him for what his next step was going to be when it came to denying Christ. He would have been ready. But that's where people are—we get so self-confidence. When things are going our way, when things are going well. Let me tell you something. When things start going extremely well, you need to pray like you never prayed before. Because I'm telling you, you have no idea what lies down the road for you. (laughs) So if you're not coming out of a storm, you're going into a storm. But you're always doing something by the grace of God. God is good. Now, when is the time to move? When is the time to move? I just wrote four little things here that can be a, be a help to you. When God tells you it's time to move. When he tells you time to move and to do something. It's time to do it. And listen to me. Don't do it thinking everything's going to be right for you. Just do it. You might be the one to help put things in place. You never know. Sometimes you might have to have to cook for folks. Instead of them cleaning the kitchen for you, you might have to go in there and clean the kitchen and cook for them. And sometimes we get the attitudes that, guess what? If they don't clean, we ain't cooking. And guess what? Nobody eats. Everybody starve. I'll go to Burger King. And guess what? When you come out from Burger King, guess what? The house is still the same, the kitchen's still jacked up. God is amazing. Point number two, recognize you need to to move. When you've been in a certain place in your relationship, things are not really moving the way you want to move. As far as your Christian development, it's time time to look at, asking God, say, God, what is my next step? What is my next step? He'll tell you. He ain't going to say, he's not going to tell you, say, well, just sit down and just do nothing. If he does, it's not God. (laughs) No, he's going to tell you what you need to do next. And when he tell you what to do next, it may or may not be what you want to do. But if you do it, you won't regret it. By the grace of God. Some people need to move and don't even realize they need to move. They stuck like Chuck. Because of very reason, because of family, because of uh, association, and very association, community, and jobs, and all those type of stuff. But if God tells you it's uh, time for you to move when well, you can do better, when you begin to look at your life and say, you know what? I knew I can do better than this. Guess what? You can. Now the question is, are you willing to do better? Are you continue, Are you willing to complete, continue to complete the cycle that you've been completing? Turn around, un, unclaimed baggage. You know, there's a place up there in um, Scottsboro called unclaimed baggage. This is a place where people uh, Airplanes, I don't know whether it's still there or not, but anyway, man, you can go in there and find all types of stuff where has not been claimed or whatever. I mean, people, you know, lost their baggage and suitcases and jewelry and all types of stuff or whatever. Unclaimed baggage. Point number three, the Holy Spirit will tell you to move. If you're not sure about the timing, He'll tell you when it's time to move. He'll tell you. When it's time for you to make that next step. And if you make that next step, I'm telling you. (laughs) You'll look back and say, wow, God, I'm glad I did it by the grace of God. And last point. You know when it's time to move, when you're no longer growing. You're just reading and going through the motion. Checking the block. Get up in the morning and say say your prayer and drink your coffee. Jump in the car. And hit the office and turn the computer on and the rest of the world goes from there hello no time with God I always spend that time with God if you are too busy to the point where you ain't got you can't spend time with God you're too busy (laughs) you're too busy I'm reminded about this little boy he wanted a job and he was just waiting on the, the post office waiting on someone to drop him an application or drop him a, an offer in the mail so he just kept waiting and kept waiting and kept waiting and of course nothing happened and during that time of waiting he didn't fill out no application he didn't do anything he was just waiting then all of a sudden Lord told him "said listen to me son if you fill out an application, you get a job. And that's where some people are. They're just waiting for God to do it. But they're not willing to do anything themselves. If we do what God tells us to do, guess what? It'll work every time. Work every time. Moving on. We as a church, we're moving on by the grace of God. And we want to take as many people want to go. And by the grace of God, and we appreciate all you guys that are faithful, that are committed to the cause, but I can tell you this. It's going to probably get Rocket down the road with us. When I say Rocket, you're going to probably challenge more, but that's okay. But if you're willing to to stick it out, you're going to be blessed by the grace of God. We're not planning to do anything crazy. Don't plan to get involved in anything crazy. Any decision we make, anything we get involved in, we'll make sure that you guys know about it up front. But it's just time to move on to some things now, by the grace of God. Um, even our music department, we, it's great, but it's time to move on to other stuff now, by the grace of God. So we want uh, more things to happen. That don't mean we're trying to get rid of Daphne at all, by the grace of God. But we want things to, to get better. Amen? You know, it's good one thing to eat chicken on a Sunday. But you can't eat chicken Monday through Sunday. So we want to change some things by the grace of God. I want you guys to stop praying about our musicians. They're out there by the grace of God. And we want to be able to find some people that can come in and work with Daphne and And Barbara and Samantha, it's going to be a blessing to them by the grace of God. We're not leaving them out. But I just want to let you know, this building is great, but we don't plan to stay in this building forever. Amen? So I just want to let you guys know where we are, what we're thinking. So we on g waiting no, no. Ready to go. Looking for more ushers, more helpers. If you need something to do and you're tired, want want to do something, honey, we give you something to do on a Sunday morning. We're not going to take your time. We're not going to ask you for a pint of blood, maybe a half a pint, but not a full pint. So, but by the grace of God, um, we, we need your help until we can continue to grow and and build the church back up. Others are going to come when they work through whatever they're working through. They'll be here. They'll be here by the grace of God. So they're already thinking about it. I know it's on their mind. The Holy Spirit got it on their mind. But, but until they get here, we got to continue to keep moving on and continue to keep improving the process. Amen? Okay. Nothing else this time is Hill, we am going to we'll get ready for communion.
1: Get ready to do our um,
0: call communion. Amen?